Um, I got to I got to meet uh, Jean Bosco and his wife Christine a couple years ago at um, Bethel. Amazing people, very similar to Fred Sachewa in Uganda, who many of you know that uh, John Bosco and his wife are are just highly respected, uh, doing phenomenal things for the kingdom in Rwanda. And um, and so you're going to get to hear about those. And I told them, I told John that, that we have been going through the book of Acts over this last half a year. And I said, I said, uh, you could preach if you want to. But I said, what we really want is tell some stories and release Holy Spirit any way he wants to move here. Because uh, these guys are living the book of Acts. We all live the book of Acts, but there are certain places in the world where they have no other options. I'm just going to say it that way. There are no clinics. There are no, you know, th- this miracles or, or not, you know. And so they're walking in this. And Dennis has been walking alongside of John Bosco and his wife and, and has been to Rwanda with them several times. This is the real deal. It's like when I, once I went over to Uganda and saw it was real, it changed me. And now Dennis has been over there to see this is real. What's going on? There's major revival going on in Rwanda. So, Dennis, come up and introduce John Bosco however you want to. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, boy. Uh, Kathy and I send greetings. We love you guys. Uh, those of you that don't know me don't realize that we consider this our home church. We're just never here. <laughs> But we love you. Some of you, we've known for many, many years, and uh, we actually from the Bay Area. We live up in Sonora right now, and uh, we got saved in 1969 in the Jesus Movement. We were hippies in Haight-Ashbury uh, living in a commune. Some of you have heard that story. But one thing, when, when we got saved, you know, we determined to follow God, whatever that meant. We didn't know what that meant because we didn't know anything about the Bible, or Christianity for that matter, even though we were raised in church. And... Uh, so we got the book, and we started reading the book, and we got to the chap- book of Acts, and we go, oh, that's what we're supposed to do. So we started doing it. We'd go out on the street. We'd pre- we were doing church service seven days a week. We'd go out on the street. We'd street preach. We'd bring people in every night. We'd feed them. We gave all our stuff away. We lived in a commune, and people got saved by the hundreds and the hundreds and the hundreds, and people got healed by the hundreds and hundreds because we thought everywhere you went in church, people got healed. So then we'd go visit a nice church somewhere, and they'd be singing some old hymns, which we grow, grew to love, and somebody would get up and give a word, and then everybody would go home, and we'd go, what happened? We didn't, we didn't, we were that dumb, you know, because we thought, when's the healing start? And we didn't understand that some, some did and some didn't. We didn't know any better. So by the time, by the time we'd started, gone down that path, it was too late, because <laughs> nobody was convinced us that it wasn't happening. So uh, I have always considered our life, or whatever year we're in, the chapter of the book of Acts. So in my view, we're in chapter 2019. And, and because what it is, is the acts of the disciples. And what's the highest calling? A servant. And his disciples are what we always desired to be. Is Lord, just show us what you want. And, and I always loved Samuel, you know, who just said, you know, the Lord had called him, he just said yes. I always loved him. So, and, we, and we've been privileged to be in many different things and movements and, and wonderful, wonderful things and stories over the years. I've seen countless miracles, countless. We couldn't, couldn't even begin. And about uh, 
four years ago, we were at Bethel Leaders Advance, and, and we're registering, and my wife goes over, and she's praying for some people, prophesying over some people, and, which would be real normal. And, and I'm talking to people, and she comes up to me, and she goes, I just met a couple, and I looked over, and I saw Jean. I go, oh, I have a word for him. And I went over and gave him a word. And so we got off to a you know, wonderful start. We didn't know them. They didn't know us. But if you ever go someplace where there's about 900 people for three days, you know the odds of ever finding a game are really slim. Well, every time we sat down, they were next to us or in front of us or behind us. And we're just going, oh, that's weird. We better do something about this. So about the second day or so, we so said, let's go to lunch. And uh, so we went to lunch together. And about five hours later, uh, we were just, we were stunned at one that's, you know, people had paid for them to come to or want, come to Bethel. They'd never been there before. They didn't know anybody here in California. And they got us. And, uh, which was, we thought was rather curious because we thought we couldn't help them. And actually, I felt rather guilty about it for a couple of years, about a year and a half, two years, because I really felt, I mean, we were at a time as we were going through another season that was a long one. It was, it was a few years there. We were just living by faith and by favor. We had virtually no income. We had no ability to help any. The Lord would send us on assignments, and we'd have maybe enough gas to get there, but we wouldn't know what we were going to do when we got there, and we, wouldn't, we didn't have any, enough gas to get home. Didn't care. He just said, go, we'd go. And whether it was street ministry or whatever, it always worked out. We never got stranded anywhere. But we couldn't help him. So fast forward about two uh, years later, middle of the night, two in the morning, the Lord wakes me up, and he says, go help Jean. And I said, yes. Just like that, I got up and started praying. First, I had to pray, where am I going? Because I literally didn't know where Wanda was. I'd get a map out and go, oh, it's in Africa. I knew it was in Africa, but I, you know, I didn't know anything about Africa. And I was praying about it. My wife woke up you know, later, I, much later, and I said, honey, I'm going to Africa. And she said, no, you aren't. And I said, yeah, actually, I am. She said, no, you're not going to Africa. How could you go to Africa? I said, I don't know. I have no idea how I'm going to go. Because uh, we didn't have the money to go. We didn't have anything, but I still, I'm going. So I started making plans. One night, the Lord, I was up, and uh, we'd agreed, Kathy and I had agreed that we wouldn't, I wouldn't buy a ticket unless we had the money. Middle of the night again, the Lord wakes up, he says, buy a ticket right now, pay $900. So I got online, there was a $900 ticket, $900 ticket, I bought it, I told her later, I go, I, go, I bought a ticket, she goes, I thought we had an agreement. I said, we did, but he told me to buy it. So, <laughs> so later that day, somebody gave me the money, not for a ticket, they just handed me all the money. Same day. So it was less, less than 24 hours later, I had all the money back, which was wonderful. So then I get on a plane, and uh, I go into Africa. The whole time on the plane, everywhere I go, people walk up to me and go, what are you doing on this plane? I go, I'm going to Africa. I'm going to help somebody. And uh, they go, well, what, what are you, you going to do there? I said, I don't know, but I can tell you this. My biggest qualification is that I know I'm completely unqualified. And I said, that's why I'm going. That every one of us can walk in those shoes, <laughs> right? And that's where the victories went. So the Lord, when I stepped off the plane, my foot hit the ground, and the Holy Spirit said, I'm giving you this nation. And I'm thinking, I have no idea what that means. I still don't, but I've seen a lot. I have a clue. And then Jean and Christine were there, and I'd, I'd sent them a few mails, emails that I'm coming, and they said, they said, hi, nice to see you again. And, and uh, they've already had, you know, some 
people there at various different times that are coming to, some coming to make a name for themselves so they can go home and say, I preached to 10,000 and blah, 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 or whatever their reason was. And they said, we got you a, motel, a hotel room. And I said, well, why'd you do that? I told you I'd stay with you. They said, you might not like our house. And I said, I love your house. They go, you might not like our food. I said, I love your food. I don't care. So I went and stayed with them. And it wasn't long before, uh, even the very first morning, the miracle started and things started taking, going. And uh, the number of stories, the second trip, we shot 40 hours of video and, we, and it was all miracles. Every single thing. It was just nonstop, everything, day and night, everywhere we went. People saved, people delivered. People, it, even we couldn't even get away from it. One day, we, we took one day off and tried to get away. And everywhere we went, everybody got saved. And that was our day off. You know, and it was just like, wow. But is it about us? No, it's about him. It's his glory and his story. So, so Jean is a man that I know that through us being together and doing some life together, I can testify about him because when he was in Rwanda as a young man and, and then living in Canada as a refugee, and, and then the Lord sent him back, he said, go with nothing. They gave away everything they owned and they, and they landed in, back in Rwanda with nothing. And started, and then thought he could minister in the cities, and I'm, and he ended up with the poorest of the poor, and that's that's what we're talking about here—the people that everybody hated, that they put in a corner of the country, a death area, just to go die, go there and die, because we expect you to die, and if you live, well, that's a problem. We might have to kill you, but you know we don't expect any of you to live. Go die, and uh, that's the area where this ministry is birthed. And now it's become a light on a hill to the nation uh, in a very short time, as we're seeing many, 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 many saved. And, and, you know, I could go on and on, but this is Jean's story, not mine. I'm just a witness. I get to go along. So I want to introduce my, my dear friend, my brother, my uh, all kinds of things. I love his wife and his kids dearly. I stay with him when we're in Rwanda. He stays with us when he's here. And, and we just can't get enough of each other. So Jean Basco... Hajiba Jega. Jiga. And I got it wrong. That's for you. Awesome. Thank you for honoring him. I forgot to mention one other practical thing, and that is at the end of tonight, there's going to be a slide up about how you can uh, donate if you want to. Either to, to John personally, you can do that because he's here. Again, that would be tax, not tax deductible if you're handing him a check. If you want it to be tax deductible, it has to go to Dennis's ministry, and that will be up there as well. So you can either hand that to him tonight or send it in. But sometimes we take an offering before someone speaks. I would rather you hear his heart and hear what he's doing. And if you want to sew into that at the end, please do, and there'll be a slide up. Because there's a basket where... Oh, she's right there. Oh, a basket. So later on, we'll put the basket up here as well. So you could just put it up in the basket, okay? I just wanted to tell you that he's here to encourage us, renew you know, renew us, help us to know what is real in the kingdom. And if you want to sow back into that, this is amazing soil to sow into. All right, thank you. Hallelujah. 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 Yeah, uh, we are the kingdom son, we are the kingdom daughters, we are kingdom children. That's why we have to say, 
Hallelujah. And you say, Amen. Amen. If you brief, you must to shout, Hallelujah. Because there is no way you can buy it. It's the grace of God. Amen? Amen? Amen. Amen. My name is Jean Bosco. My wife is Christine. I have one wife. Okay? I'm African, by the way, okay? Hallelujah. African, they can have five, ten, okay? Don't. <laughs> uh, but I have one. I have uh, three kids, two boys, and one girl. They will be here soon, very soon. They're amazing people. They are the best more than me. But by grace of God, I'm here too. Thank Jesus. Everything God used me is by his grace. Because I don't know nothing. Nothing. But I say, yes, Lord, use me as you want. To be here means I'm a vessel. I need the Holy Ghost to use me tonight, and he can touch your life. Because I'm a vessel. And the vessel, you can use any vessel you want. Maybe it can be spoon, maybe it can be fork, maybe it can be guitar, maybe it can be piano, whatever. Maybe it can be radio. You hear news, news touch you, and your life changed. I love you so much. How you welcome me here. This is my first time. Many years I was praying. I said, wow, San Francisco. San Francisco, I know Los Angeles because I heard Los Angeles because many people in Africa, they know Los Angeles, California. But they don't know other province. They know Los Angeles. But they don't know San Francisco. Uh, yeah, yeah. They don't know nothing. Because Los Angeles is where the rich lives. Style people, you know? But thank God, because today I'm in San Francisco. <laughs> nothing, nothing can happen in your life for no reason. You are here for a reason. I'm here for a reason. I was in Canada for a reason. After that, God sent me in Africa for a reason. My mind was, maybe I will be in the city. But God said, no, go to the village. I said, God, I cannot. In the village, I don't know nothing in the village. He gave me grace. I have a grace of God. <laughs> because what I'm doing there is a grace of God. It's a place where it's difficult to live or to lead. Because even government rejected them. But look, simple man, small guy, hey, hey, I'm going to change. I'm going to make a difference. I'm going to establish the kingdom of God in this place. People, they, don't, they didn't understand. Maybe today they understand a little bit. But before they say, you crazy. My name is Crazy John. That's how they call me. Because when I went there, I fought with witchcraft. Witchcraft, they didn't want me. But I said, 
If it's God who sent me here, let me die here. But today, I'm alive. And when you come to visit us, I will show you many witchcrafts that are my friend today. Because the power and the grace of God upon every each one who believes in Jesus Christ. There is a power of God upon you. There is a grace of God upon you. But tonight, I want to tell you something. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. I'm here to remind you. I know you know many things. But even a few things, you don't know how to use it. That's why you have to renew your mind. Come back. Remember who you are in Christ. Nothing is impossible with God and for those who believe in him. Nothing. That's what I saw in my life. When I left in Canada, God told me, don't touch anything. Don't go with anything. Go as you are. I said, God, I have a kid. Go as you are. I want to show you my hand. I didn't believe it, but I believe it. And it was like this. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Every single day when I teach people, I teach them to believe miracles. Because... I can tell you the story, but the story cannot change you. It cannot convince you. But the miracle, you don't need to be convinced. Already, you are convinced. Because when something happened to you, no one who can say no, because you know. You are witness to testify what God has done. The time is coming soon where God is going to give every believer the power to destroy the power of enemy. When I went to this village, there are many witchcrafts, the powerful witchcrafts. Everybody, they scale them. Witch doctor. When I went there, I said, uh, and anyway, I know if, it's God, if God wants me to die here, I have to die because I will not go back to Canada. Because when I left in Canada, many friends, many pastors, they told me, John, you are crazy. You cannot go to Africa. You know how you come here in this country. You have a good life. Your wife has a good life. Your kids are at school. Now you say you go back to Africa. Darkness country. I said, you know what? I don't know, but maybe I'm crazy. But my heart, I feel I have to go. That's how I left in Canada. But every single day, I see the hand of God in my life. Before I preach or I teach anything, I'm going to ask my sister to help me, to give me a scripture well, I'm going to talk about it, and after that, we will pray. Tonight, I want people, God, to touch their life through me as a vessel, as whatever, as 
something like something, like something. <laughs> Why? Because if it's happened, people, they will believe. Because if it can happen to someone you know, maybe you can say, ah. But there's no question when a miracle happens to your life through me. Because you don't know me, I don't know you. And my English maybe is not good for like your, but let me tell you something. God can use anything, anyone, even donkey. Donkey. <laughs> he can use a monkey too. One. <laughs> <laughs> when people called me, hey, John, how are you doing? I told them I'm a blessed like a monkey in the zoo. <laughs> because when a monkey is in the zoo, it's happy. They feed them. They do everything for him. You know, he doesn't have any problem. We are blessed more than a monkey in the zoo. Because we carry the kingdom of God in, in us. Sister, can you help me, Matthew? Matthew 18, 18. Okay, I know you know this scripture, but let's believe this scripture and trust this scripture and see how miracle it will work in us. Through us, there is a power of God. We have right. We have access. It's like you can have a gun and then you don't know how to use it. But it's your gun. It's to protect you, it's to guide you, it's to do everything. But you don't know. But you have it. You're carrying everywhere you go. Hey, this is a gun. You guys, did you see that? I have a gun. Some people, they don't know. They don't know if you know how to use it. They say, oh, yeah, he has a gun. But when other people come to you, they say, hey, do something. <laughs> yeah, they say, Ooh, he doesn't know what he has. This is where we are. This is where we are. As a Christian, as a believers, we have authority. We have a power. We have anointing of God. We have a God. We have a kingdom in us. But we don't have a clue. The Bible says, truly, I tell you, whatever you bind it on earth, it will be bound in heaven. And whatever you lose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Who? Who? Who God is saying? Is you or is somebody? Ah, uh, is you or is somebody? Aha, uh -huh. is a pastor or is you? Everyone who is a believer has this power and authority and this anointing to bind every kind of evil principalities against your family, against your life, against your church, against your country, or to lose any. You have it in your hands, but guess what? You don't have a clue. I don't have a clue. Tonight, I need God in his presence to remind us and to reveal us 
and to transform our mind. The Bible says, renew your mind. Why? Because there's something you forgot. Tonight, Holy Ghost is here to help us. To help us to remind who we are in Christ. Can you help me? When you go to Matthew 6, 33, look how really you have everything, but you don't know. You have every <laughs> access to everywhere. Here in heaven, everywhere you have it. Matthew 6, 33. Can you help me, sister? You don't have it? Okay. M Matthew? Yeah? No, no, no. Can you go? <laughs> okay, that's okay. Some people, they have, uh, you can find it. You can, you know, okay. If you go to Matthew 6, 33, what the Bible says? Seek ye first the kingdom of what? And what? Aha! Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Guess what? Today, we don't know exactly if you have access. But there's a condition. The condition, you have to. You must to seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all things you need, I'm telling you, you don't need it. It will be added. It's a portion into you and your family and your ministry and your church and your country. Let me tell you something. I'm going to share my testimony. Maybe it's going to help you after we'll pray. I don't want to go far because I'm looking for time. Number one, I have many testimonies in my life. And all my testimony is wonderful to me. Maybe it can be wonderful to you too. Let me start when I met this guy when he came last two years ago. Yesterday, it's not too far. Oh, my God. I don't know my dad. My dad died when I was maybe two months, maybe three months. I don't have a clue. I don't know his color. If he was white, if he was yellow or black or green, I don't have a clue. Okay. Number two, my mom died when I was 12. Okay? Okay. Now, my mom ha has another man. Means... Stepfather. Step, step okay? He died. And after that, look what happened. All my brothers and my sisters, instead of my mom, instead of my father, they're against me. And I was little. They want to kill me. Because they say, if this guy grow, he will ask the land. Land in Africa is a big deal. Okay, here I think it's no problem. 
You, you're dealing with dollar, but us, we're dealing with the land. When I go to this place, they say, hey, kill him, kill him. I run away. When I go to this family, oh, they kill him, kill him. I become street boy. Means I'm here, but I suffered a lot. I know good, I know bad. But I know Jesus. Jesus, he knows me. And he loves me. And he cares about me as he cares about you. Listen to what happened now. In genocide, when the genocide started, everybody died. But there's a guy who hates me a lot since I was like, he lives. When I come back, I see everybody die. The guy survived, me and him. This guy, he, he hates me. No, you cannot believe it. He was rich. He didn't want me to go to school. Even if it's someone wants to help me, what he did, he went there and he destroyed everything. I don't want this guy to leave. And this is my brother. That time, because I was young, I was crying. My brother, my brother, I hate you. I don't like you. I don't want you. I ran away. All the time, everywhere I go. The guy, after genocide, he survived. I survived. You met him. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Okay, let me tell you something. Miracle happened. 40, 40 years. Four, zero, 40 years. This guy was in my heart because he hurt me a lot. I was carrying his pain in my life. Means I was binded in the whole years with this man. And everyone who wants me to forgive him, I can be mad because you don't know what you're talking. I don't know who I'm talking to, but I believe it. There's somebody here. And forgiveness was too much in me. But I was praying, I was preaching, I was doing everything. But something, something in me was difficult because my wife, when I met my wife, because my wife, you will love my wife. Please, I guarantee you, everybody will love my wife, okay? <laughs> Number one, she knows how to speak English very well. She knows how to speak French very well. She knows how to speak Swahili very well. She knows how to speak Lingala very well. She know, she, God give grace to the language. She knows how to speak languages. That's why government of Canada gave her the job. Because to get a job in the government in Canada and you are a refugee is not easy. You must have something they need from you. When I met her, it was a grace because her, her level and my level was not the same. No, 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 no. I knew. Uh, when she said yes, I was saying, huh? Did he say yes? Huh? Oh, my God. I start to sing because there's nothing I can add. Because I was saying, if I say something, maybe I say, no, let me sing. I sing the song. And she cry. When she cry, I become happy. I say, wow, God is amazing. (laughs) (laughs) 
because I knew the big people, big people, eh? more than me, a hundred percent, they were chatting with her. But for me, it was like, my God, heaven and earth. But by his grace, today is my wife. Thank Jesus. <laughs> when, when I met her, she wanted to ask me my life. And I didn't want to tell her my life. I can tell you about everything, but not touching my brother. Because my brother, no, is my brother. You don't know what he did for me. All my miserable is because of my brother. Now you're asking me about him. I don't want it. And she try, she try as, you know, wife, don't, they know how to. Uh, I say, no, 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 no. I can do everything, but don't tell me anything about my brother. But God is faithful and God is good. Let me tell you something. Can you imagine 40 years when Dennis came with Dr. and George, they came really, I didn't know them too much, but I knew Dennis, other people, I didn't know them. I don't know which spirit they came with, but uh, when I saw them, I loved them because they came to help the roof. Oh, wow. I said, Jesus, I was praying now, God. You opened the door where I don't know. That's why I love to say, God made a way where there's no way. Because I didn't have a clue if the roof can come from somewhere. Because I know people, maybe I can call all these people. I call them, but they say, John, we don't need your call anymore. If God called you, he will provide you. Don't ask us anything. We are not your spirit. We are not your God. It hurt me. I pray God brought these people. But when they came with the roof... They came with the roof only. They came with healing, anointing. Guess what happened now? The healing with deliverance because I was demon-possessed. Because for years, caring and forgiveness for your brother is not easy, my brother. To be honest, I have a kid, but they, my, 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 my brother doesn't know them. And I don't want my brother to meet them. He has a kid, but my brother, I don't know their kid. Can you imagine? Now, look what people carrying in them. We need the miracle of God in our lives. It's good to go to the Bible study. It's good to sing. It's good to do good. It's good to help homeless. It's good to do all kinds. But it's good to be healed and to be delivered. They came, we were in the car, I was driving them, and the power of God hit me. I started to tell them, you guys, I don't know where you came from, I don't know, I don't know. It started from nowhere. I said, ah, 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 because the voice came to my heart, tell me, you see what I did for you? You pray for me, you're asking me to help you, now I help you from somewhere you don't know, now forgive your brother. And now these people, they ask me, John, what happened to you? I said, uh, something. Something what? This man, he likes to ask questions. 
always ask a question. Tell us, tell us. There's another man who is a doctor. Hey, can you tell us? Can you tell? I said, oh my God, can I tell them? It's too much for me. I don't know them. Why can I tell my heart? Listen, my wife, she knows she cannot touch to this conversation. And this guy who came somewhere, I don't know, Sonora, they came, they tell me, oh, tell us about uh, why you say, eh, eh, eh. I say, you don't know you guys. I started to cry because the power of God was too much for me, but it was inside for me. It was fighting. Forgive your brother. Forgive your brother. You know why blessing of God, it doesn't upon you. Every single you pray, you pray, it takes time, it takes time. It's because you don't forgive your brother. My, my brother, he doesn't know anything. He hurt me. I didn't hurt him, but I closed. Yeah. 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 Live your, your life, I will live my life. Okay? And God knows I have a good heart. Okay? I'm a man of God. Okay? And I'm helping many people. Okay? Yeah, he knows that. I did many things, my friend, more than to forgive him. But that time, I tell them, you guys, let me tell you something. I have something I hold for 40 years in my life. I don't know because I don't have a friend. I cannot open my heart to them. But I don't know you guys. But I'm going to tell you the truth. It's me who knows the truth and my wife. I'm holding pain on my, my brother for 40 years. Hey, hey, tell us, tell us, what's happened? And I, I told them, I told them, as I told them, I was crying, I was crying, I was crying. And I, 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 I feel something, <sighs> we were together in the car. And they told me, now call your brother to meet in a restaurant, nice restaurant, a Marriott. Do you remember that? Okay. <laughs> I invite my brother in uh, Marriott. He was like, huh? Huh? he came and he's shaking. Dennis, maybe you can tell you all those stories, but I don't know why I'm telling this story, but let me tell you this because I have many stories. But this one, it was two years ago. Huh? Yeah, two years ago. And uh, he came shaking, uh, and uh, he said, I can enter. I said, yeah, you can enter, because he was scared to go to Marriott. Because Marriott is not a hotel you can enter, anyone. Mm-mm. It's a high hotel level. Yeah. And I said, don't worry, come in. He came, and he said, hey, look, when someone do like this in my country, is to honor you. Okay? Means you are respectful. But if you are not respectful, say, hi, hi, how are you? But if I do like this, it means that you are. And they came to me. He said, Pastor. I said, oh, my goodness. <laughs> my brother? Wow. I said, sit down. Eat wherever you want. And the people that were there. I said, my brother, you know what you did for me for many years when I was young? The whole my life, you messed up. I went to the street because of you. People wants to help me, you didn't want it. And you attacked them with a knife. I remember that. Now, today, is 40 years, I want to forgive you. What happened? Remember that? 
He cried. He started crying. Uh, and uh, we, we, we pray for him. And the other group, you remember that group? Uh, there was a the University of Kigali had a group, and two of the uh, uh, ministers of the government there, they're on the uh, what do you call it, the president's uh, uh, not council, the cabinet. Two of the cabinet ministers were there, and the head guy comes over and he goes, "What are you doing? I've never seen anything like this in my life." So we start to share with them what is going on. We're on our. We're actually on our way to the village. We're not even. This is hardly on our radar. We're just going. We're going to take care of you and your brother. We'll get that out of the way. We'll go to Marriott. That way, he's violent. At least we're in a place where maybe we can get out or something. We didn't. weren't sure what was going to happen, but then all of a sudden it starts opening up to the Marriott. We're ministering powerfully in that place, and then we had just an hour before saying we're setting up medical clinics. We need staff. We need. We need nurses and doctors to staff this and then the guy that comes over he's the chancellor of the university of kigali and he has thirty thousand students of which three thousand are nursing students and he says to us you're setting up clinics he says can i send nurses out to your clinics for you (laughs) we'd only been talking about it for a half an hour i mean it was this is how fast it takes place there we're walking in miracles faster than we can walk i mean when we because but I've been there enough times where I know but the guys that are with me were still stunned. They're walking out to the car and they were speechless. But that's how it is every day. But, but what John, now his brother wants to serve and he's serving and he comes alongside us and wants to help us build the village and do these things. And now that this is restored with forgiveness and power and now he's, he's serving Jesus. It's powerful. Powerful. I don't know I don't know why I'm sharing this, but somehow, somewhere, maybe you can be like me. Maybe. And you're struggling with many kind of things. You think it's a demon. You think it's people. You think it's because, it's because. We have many issues, fingers, the fingers, they say, maybe it's because, it's because. No. It's something inside of you. You have to release it. When you go to the Bible, Isaiah, I don't know if you know Isaiah in English, Isaiah 43, 18. Can you help me? Isaiah 43, 18. Uh huh. Go ahead, go ahead. Huh? For do, for? Uh huh. But the, in the, in the, 18, 18. Go ahead, Papa. 18. 18. Do, do not remember the former things. That's what he wants. Nor consider the things of old. Yeah. Behold, I do a new thing. Yes. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? Hallelujah. Ah. Wow. I will even make a road in the wilderness and, ri- and rivers in the desert. Yes. Yeah, the the beast. Yeah, the beast of the field will honor me. The jackals and ostriches, because I see, see, forgive, 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 forgive. Some people here, some people here, they're in the problems, but they don't know why. Forgive, 
Even if it's hard, I know. My friend, I know, I know, I know. It's very hard. It's very hard. All my life, it's very hard. My brother, the same mother, the same blood, 40 years. I don't know his wife. I don't know his children. I don't know. I don't want to know. He doesn't want to know. And I'm preaching. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Maybe you are here. Maybe you are not, but I'm a vessel. Okay? I'm not a pastor here, and I'm not nothing, but I'm a vessel. If you want to hear, hear what Spirit is telling you. Because I believe the Spirit of God is a good teacher. More than anybody you can imagine. Because the one who enters, enters in your brain, he enters in your spirit, in your vein, and he conveys you, and he shows you. Some, this time, right now, as I'm, saying, as I'm talking, your eyes is opening. You see, well, oh my goodness, yeah, he's, ta- he's talking about me. It's not me. It's the power of the Holy Ghost. That's why I'm here. Can you imagine? Let me ask you a question. Why I'm here? Why? Why I'm here? Why I'm here? If you knew my life, how I grown up, I cannot stand on here telling you anything. I don't have any testimony in my life. Why? Because I grown up in a bad way. I didn't know if God can love me. I didn't know if there's anybody who can care about me. Because when my mom gone, I said, done, finished. And I remember when my, da- my mom died, he said, on the tomb, he said, look how oh, the devil is bad. He said, now it's finished. Everyone has to go his way and another one go to his way. Done. My mom is, was the one who was connected with us. Because my mom gone, Ale, go. That's how I went. Until when you came. Two years ago. Two years ago, look. I don't know what you go through. I don't know what happened in your life. I don't know what happened in the church. Maybe church hurt you. Maybe whatever. Maybe friend. Maybe your brother. Maybe your sister. Maybe your uncle. Maybe they rape you. Some people, they have issues complaining. Oh, my dad raped me. Oh, my sister, what's happened? Yes, yes, yes. I understand you, my brother. I understand you, my sister. But get out of this garbage. Because he's holding you. And you miss your blessing. You miss your destiny. It's true. I understand. You can, you can continue to feel, oh, yeah. Maybe you, you have some people that understand you. For me, nobody who was understanding me. Now, I, I choose to close. That's it. I become a man. Because no one who can understand me, no one, no one who can do like this. That's why tonight, maybe you never know why I'm here. Go forgive. Because when you forgive, you will be forgiven. 
and all the door is closed, it will be open. All the windows that are clo- they were closed, they will be open. The job you are looking, you will find more than what you are looking. Your children are in drugs or maybe they are in the whatever. They will come back. They need and they say, Mama, Papa, forgive us. We were lost, but we come back home. You don't know, but what I know, something can kill killing people is not far. It's from us. It's us. It's us to check ourselves. Where's the problem? After that, you say, Jesus, forgive us. Give grace. It's a grace. Let me tell you something I'm done. In the village where I am, where God sent me, all the people I'm teaching, all the people I'm helping, guess what? Is the people they kill all my families. And now when they see me, they say, what? Wait, what do you want to do? Why, why, why you are you here? Why you love us? Why you care about us? Why? Why? <laughs> I say, only the grace of God. It's not me. You guys, look at me. Me and you. Who is crazy? It's me. They say, yeah. I say, if I'm crazy, you are crazy too. Because you cannot come to me because you know me, I know you. But because you are here, it's because God wants you and he wants me to tell you what he gave me to give to you. Receive, maybe you never know if I will come back. That's how I am in this village. Today, the village, they love me. I love them. But before, they hate me because they didn't know really if I love them because of what they have done. But by grace and by forgiveness, guess what? Today, we are friendly. My tribe, they cannot understand me. I'm in between. Look, I'm here. People here and here, it's difficult for me because why you came to us? And these people, they say, why you go to help them? That's why I say, I came here to make a difference. I don't have any church. We work together. Because many churches in my country, they have that pen. Eh? I say, no, let's make a difference. Whatever happened, it's a happen. Nothing we can change, but let's show people Jesus. Let's make a difference. Because what they did, if we can do what they did, who is really disciple of Jesus Christ? Today, that's why God brought these people. You guys, I'm here. It's amazing. To me, I see God everywhere I go. I see the hand of God in my life. Now, I don't want to take time, but let me tell you something. If you are here, you have a problem like what I had before, please stand up. Let's call the name of Jesus Christ. Let's call the Holy Ghost to come to change your situation. Because no one who can change your situation. Let me tell you something. Oh, I'm telling you, it will finish. It will finish. I guarantee you 100%. If there is no visitation of the Holy Ghost inside, inside your heart, you and Holy Spirit 
guarantee nothing can happen. You need him. You know why you need him? Because you, you know exactly. And him, he knows exactly what you need. He's waiting for you to say, hey, Holy Spirit, help me. If you don't do it, he say, Pastor, pray for me, Pastor. And the pastor started, oh, hallelujah. Oh, Africa, we know how to, hallelujah. Oh, oh, yeah. But guess what? Nothing happened. Nothing happened. If there are people, they know how to pray, is Africans. Because we know how to shout more than you guys. But guess what? But guess what? You need to have relationship with the Holy Spirit and allow him to enter in you. Because if you don't allow him, he will not do anything. Because he's the gentle. He doesn't want to fight. If you are here, you can stand, we can pray. Forgiveness. Thank you. I'm telling you, is you. Is you and God. That's it. <laughs> Maybe people, oh, I, people, they can see. I know, I know. I pray for people. I speak in tongues. I did many kind of things, but I was a bondage. I was in bondage, yes. I knew that. Thank you. Yeah, I was in bondage. And I was a pastor. People believe me. If I pray in tongues, no one who can, who can compete with me. If I pray, I pray with power of the Holy Ghost. But guess what? <laughs> Problem. My brother, I put him maybe here, somewhere. I don't want to remember him and not to know him. I, know, I don't want to see him, even to dream him. Nobody wants to know anything about him. He become more bad, more than devil. Can you imagine? And his brother. How about you? Let's pray. Pastor, come. What I want to do is, um, I'd like to do two lines. One for people that want emotional healing where you want to forgive. I want Jean to pray for you. If you need a physical healing, I'll pray for you. You have prayer teams too that can assist in that. Uh, not only there, but here. This year already I've seen hundreds of healings. Hundreds of healings. We've had meetings where every 100% of the people are getting healed. It's Holy Spirit. Um, we don't, you know, we don't control this, obviously, but we always give it a shot. <laughs> so, uh, those that want prayer for, you know, emotional forgiveness, just form a line in front of Jean. If you want physical healing, if the prayer team wants to help with physical healing, I welcome it. And uh, we sure love you guys. Thank you for having us. This is uh, really good. <laughs>